Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. HousingWire Daily examines the most compelling mortgage, real estate, and fintech articles reported from the HousingWire newsroom. Each afternoon, the HW Digital team provides our listeners with a deeper look into the stories that are helping move markets forward. Hosted and produced by Alcina Lloyd and Victoria Wickham. And now, here's our host. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Victoria Wickham, and this is Housing Wire Daily. Today's episode features an interview with First American Deputy Chief Economist Odetta Cushy. In this episode, Cushy discusses her recent article, which digs into whether or not the pandemic will affect homeownership demand among single women in America. But before we listen, here's a brief word on Housing Wire's newest podcast. Right now, more than ever, the housing industry has been having honest conversations about how race impacts the home buying process. To heighten the discussion, Housing Wire is launching Honest Conversations, a new mini podcast series to examine the state of minority home ownership in America. For eight weeks starting in February, please join Housing Wire Daily each Wednesday as we aim to provide listeners with a greater perspective on how race, housing, and wealth intersect and what experts are doing to close the home ownership gap. Hello, Housing Wire listeners. Today, I'm joined by First American Deputy Chief Economist Odetta Cushy. Odetta, thanks for joining us today. It's so great to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh, absolutely. Great to have you on. Well, listeners, today, Odetta will be discussing her recent article titled, Will the Pandemic She Session Derail Growth and Homeownership Among Single Women? So we're looking forward to digging into this a little bit more, but I'd like to get started by discussing First American's recent report, which indicates there has been an uptick in the homeownership rate among single women following the aftermath of the Great Recession. So according to First American's data, the homeownership rate among single women fell to 49% in 2016, rebounding to significantly to just over 52% in 2020. So can you explain this this growth for our listeners? Yes, absolutely. And you're exactly right. The single female homeownership trend has largely kind of followed the national homeownership homeownership trend, excuse me, increasing in the early 2000s, peaking in 2005 before falling in the aftermath of the recession. And just as you mentioned, according to our analysis, the homeownership rate for single women has increased from a 20-year low of 49% in 2016 to over 52% in 2020. So this is an impressive improvement in in just four years. The reason reason is that, as we know, homeownership is a key tool for wealth creation in the United States, and single women are increasingly choosing to invest in homes and embracing wealth creation 
through home buying. And now we know from previous research that higher educational attainment typically results in higher household income and that higher house household income improves the likelihood of the home ownership. Women with higher levels of educational attainment tend to earn more and are more likely to be homeowners. And women have increasingly pursued higher levels of education over the last two decades. In fact, the share of single women with a bachelor's degree or higher has increased from about 20% in the year 2000 to over 32% in 2020. And similarly, the real median household income for single women has increased over that same time horizon, which has resulted in, in greater house buying power. So that helps to explain some of the growth that you're seeing in this homeownership rate. And as educational attainment and household income for women continues to rise, we can expect that homeownership rate to follow suit. Really interesting. Well, as we know, homeownership is one of the cornerstones of creating wealth in America. So as more and more women embrace wealth creation through home buying, how will it impact their lives? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, not too long ago, we analyzed the 2019 survey of consumer finances data to better understand the importance of homeownership to wealth creation. And what we found is that housing is still one of the biggest positive drivers of wealth creation. We actually found that the median homeowner has 40 times the household wealth of a renter. And we found that between 2016 and 2019, housing wealth was the single biggest contributor to the increase in net worth across all income groups. But the lower the income of a homeowning household, the greater the share of its wealth coming from homeownership. So I guess what I'm trying to get to with that information is that homeownership really is the gateway to financial success. And women who are able to buy a home are choosing a great long-term investment and really building their financial security. Well, we're now more than a year into the COVID-19 pandemic, and although normality seems to be on the horizon, Americans are still experiencing the economic hardship and impact of this health crisis. And this is especially so for women as First Americans data claims. They have been disproportionately impacted by this pandemic or she-session, as you say. So what are some of the causes and will these factors affect homeownership demand among women? Yeah, you're exactly right. Unfortunately, women have been disproportionately hurt, economically speaking, by this pandemic. Now, women make up the majority of workers in the frontline sectors, and we know that this was the Great Recession for the services sector, specifically you know, leisure and hospitality. Now, women, specifically younger and less educated women, are overrepresented in service sector jobs, making this a so-called she-session. But we know from prior research that homeownership is actually highly correlated with being older um, and more educated. So while the pandemic-driven recession has been incredibly devastating for, for many people, the nature of the service sector-driven recession is unlikely to result in a one-to-one -one decline in homeownership demand for single women because those being impacted disproportionately by the she-session are much less likely to have been house hunting in the first place. Now, looking ahead, the labor market recovery is picking up and pending control of the virus, the pace of recovery should improve improve, which should help to lift all workers. So the kind of the outlook for single women homeownership in the medium and the long term, and particularly for, for millennial women, should rise due to increasing educational attainment, income, and just a, an overall desire for homeownership and wealth building through homeownership. Right, right. Well, that's a lot of great insight here today. But before we go, I wanted to ask, is there anything else you'd like to add or anything that our listeners should know going forward? 
Well, I think the takeaway is that single women are not to be discounted in the housing market. Mm -hmm. And just to elaborate on a point I made briefly before, um, the largest generational group, the millennials, they're continuing to age in large numbers into homeownership. And some of those millennials are still in school and have yet to hit their earning power peak. So the trends to watch in order to really gauge the outlook for female homeownership are the growth in educational attainment and earning power. But of course, as, as we all know, those of us in the housing industry, the big question mark in the housing market is, will there be anything for them to buy? Supply still really remains a big issue in the housing market. Right. Well, we appreciate your time today and we really hope to hear from you soon. Thank you, Odetta. Thanks so much, Victoria. Absolutely. Now more than ever, the housing industry is looking to its leaders for answers. That's why each week, the Housing News Podcast invites a new mortgage, fintech, or real estate executive to the show to provide its listeners with more perspective on the announcements and news stories crossing HousingWire's news desk. Hosted by Sarah Wheeler and produced by Alcina Lloyd, the Housing News Podcast is now available on iTunes, Spotify, Apple, Google Podcasts, and more. Thanks for listening to Housing Wire Daily. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you never miss an episode and we'll catch everyone back here again tomorrow.